Hey, today's episode is from the book Purposeful. Are you a manager or movement starter written by Jennifer Dolsky? And Jennifer is in charge of groups and community there at Facebook. And this is, it comes at a time where Facebook's new mission is to bring the world closer together by empowering more than a billion people to build meaningful communities around the world. In this book Purposeful, Jennifer walks through the specific steps to go from an idea to an impact. She shares specific steps and stories from from real and and often surprising movement starters. Dude, if I named the names, you wouldn't even know who they are. They're just ordinary people who have done extraordinary things. From students to retirees, their movements have created everything from new laws to new companies. And this book comes at a time when the world needs change more than ever. Dulski shows how each and every one of us, the ordinary yous and me's, how we can do something extraordinary. She showed us how to, how to use the leadership skills necessary to rally people around a common purpose. And it doesn't matter what that purpose is, whether you're an activist or an entrepreneur, it starts with a choice. Will you be just a manager or instead a movement starter? So in episode 319, we started the book Purposeful by Jennifer Dulski and understanding that anyone and everyone can be a movement starter. But a movement starts first, man, with your move. You bust the move first. You see the wrongs, you see a better solution that's out there, so you start the ripple effect. Paying no mind to the false pings of, what if I don't succeed? What if no one joins my movement? What if I lack the necessary tools and funding? You gotta understand with clarity and purpose, man, you'll have what you need to finish your race. So today, we continue on in the book, and how to bring your vision to life. So you see an area that needs improvement. You see an injustice out there. And instead of waiting for someone else to take charge, instead of wishing that you had the title, instead of waiting for your promotion before you even do anything, you start the first move. You start the movement. And a movement is powered in three ways. It's a clear vision. That's your where. A purpose. That's your why. And a mission. Well, that's your what. Dulski writes that you got to have all three of these, your vision, your purpose, and your mission, your where, your why, your what. you got to have all three because adversity is going to hit you. Adversity is going to try to run you over. See, if you don't have a where, a what, a why, what will happen is, is you won't stay with it and neither will anybody else. First, you'll lose the followers and then you'll just quickly quit. See, so many people have ideas. They stick their big toe into the water of that idea, but because it's got no legs to it, it's got no, no where, no why, no what, it's got no vision, no purpose, no, no mission, it all dies out real quick. And I can't stress to you, man, when you hear the word movement, you think it's got to be something where a million people are walking down the road with you. No, a movement does not have to be something so historic. See, people get the movements twisted, man. They think that they think it's got to be something huge. No, it's just got to be something that means that means something to you that can make an impact. That's why so many people stay seated in life. I think that's why they grow increasingly frustrated in life. They get more and more pissed off because they think they think it's just too big to even to even make the change. This, this is just too much to take on, or they think that they're too small. Little old me, who's gonna listen to me? That's so wrong. Movements, man. Some movements are compelling. Jennifer writes about the, the, uh, about about one that's called Carrie's Law. 
This man brought this uh, brought brought this law into existence. The reason being is because his daughter was killed by her estranged husband while his three grandchildren, her three children, were in the next hotel room. They were in the next room listening to their mom getting killed. And one of the daughters ran to the phone. They tried to dial out to get to get 911, but they had no idea they had to dial 9 first. 9, then 911. They lost their mom. And the man couldn't bring his daughter back, but he started a movement. He started a movement that became Carrie's law, and that's to get rid of the nine, then nine one one. If you need assistance, you can just dial directly nine one one. See, he had the where, the why, the what. And movements can be compelling like that, but let me tell you a movement of my own. You know, I sell cars. We've been selling a lot of new cars, but underperforming and used. My movement is to sell close to a thousand used next year. Yeah, we got the new rolling, but we need to sell more used. See, the vision is close to a thousand used. And I know it's out there. See, the, the, the market supports that. There's a market out there for that. We're just underperforming in it. And if we, if we capitalize on that, that would do, dude, that would bring a million dollars more to the business, a million dollars more to the table. We all benefit from that. Then what do we need to have that happen? What needs to happen? Well, first we got to be, we, we got to be first to market. We got to have the pricing right. The reconditioning have to be has to be right. The merchandising also. So you have to have all three of those things. And for me, man, I understood. I understood it was going to be some resistance to that. For me, I had to go to the table and say, look, we're underperforming, but the first thing we have to do is we got to position ourselves better in the market. That means we have to position first in the profit. We have to position for profitability. See, everything is profit, 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 but if you don't have the right position, you're going to sell a few with a good profit. But instead, if you can position better, we'll be more profitable. We'll, tell, we'll sell more used cars. We'll get the reputation out there that we're selling a bunch, and more customers will come our way. See, I had that resistance at first. And no, my movement, my movement's not going to hit the New York Times. It's not going to hit the Washington Post, but it's a movement, no less. See, like I said in yesterday's episode, see what it is, what it's all about, man. It's, it's being able to find those pockets of opportunity, those pockets of underperformance, those pockets of injustices and saying, hey, I can make a move here. And as you make that move, yes, you're going to have your Goliaths. You're going to have your Goliaths that stand in your way. These are leaders, man, that, 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 that try to stand in your way. But instead of looking at those as, as, as opposition, man, why not? And, and Dulski writes about this. Why not? Instead of looking at them as Goliaths and you're the David, why not embrace them? Why not embrace them as just long-term partners and figure out what their needs are? What are their motivations? You're getting the resistance initially, but why is that? What do they want to have happen? And see, if you start to listen to them, if you start listening to the Goliaths, man, what, what, happening, what, what, what begins to happen is, is they say, oh, you're listening to me. You're no longer an adversary, but we can actually be partners. And little by little, man, they start lowering down their defense mechanisms. So you start looking at others as long-term partners. And this is a long-term view sometimes, man. You discover what their interests are, listening to what they want. Because you got to understand, man, Goliaths have needs too. And that way, as you begin to listen, you begin to discover their needs, then they begin to hear your needs, and then guess what? Both sides win. 
And sometimes, man, you're going to hit resistance. You're going to hit resistance because a lot of times the leaders, the key decision makers, and this is important too, that you point at, that you find the key decision makers, the ones that can help you bring your, your change about, but you're going to hit your resistance. And a lot of times you hit the resistance because they don't want to, they don't want to be shown that they've dropped the ball. They, they don't want to appear that they're weak, they, that, that, that they've let things fall by the wayside. So armed with that data, and it's important that you have the right data, that you don't just go emotionally trying to start a movement, that you've got data with that also, that you say, and when you begin to partner up, that you say, look, look at this. So that way, when they push on you, when they begin to try to tear you apart, that you have data that you can stand on, something that's so compelling that they say, ooh, I got to take notice. See, what you got to do is you got to discover their needs. Discover their needs. Why are they saying no? And then begin to work to make it easy for them to say yes. Dulski writes that there's five stages that decision makers go through. See, when you begin to start a movement, you're going you're gonna to hit these five stages with key decision makers. And, the, and some of them are going to hit all five of them. Some are gonna, you're only going to hit a few of them. But the first one's denial. And that's probably all of them hit that. That's the denial, the denial where they say, no, there's nothing wrong here. This, this is the way it's always been done. The second one is, is listening. And sometimes they're not ready to listen to you. That's why it's so important that you take a long-term view. That you got to take a long-term view. And sometimes they're not ready, quite ready to listen to you. But make sure that your voice is heard. The third stage is acceptance. That's acceptance. This is where the tide turns for you. Where all of a sudden now they begin to listen to you. They begin to accept what you're saying and, and accept the, the, the fact that something does, in fact, need the change. The fourth one, this is when they begin to embrace it. They embrace the, the, the request that you made. And the fifth one, man, they empower it. They not only embrace it, but then they empower it where they want up. They use their, 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 their power to not only em- embrace it and say, yes, let's do this. But then also they want up. See, now they, they, they want to one-up also, and they want to feel important also. So they say, yes, this needs to change. And as a matter of fact, we're going to change it and then some. See, that's what it's all about. It's all it's all about. Yes, you're going to have your, your, your Goliaths in your way, man. Initially, they're going to be in your way. But when you have the, the where, when you have the why, when you have the what, when you look at them as, as long-term partners, when you discover what it is they want too, and you guys champion together so that both sides win, so that there is a compromise, but there is an impactful change. That's a compelling movement. I urge you to get this book. We're going to finish the book on the next episode about leading your crew, dealing with the haterade, man, and overcoming obstacles and failing well. Get the book at PurposefulBook.com, or you can get it at Amazon or wherever you, uh, you buy your favorite books. I'll see you next time on The Sales Life. Hey, thanks for catching the show. Subscribe so that you never miss another episode. Also, share your feedback and show suggestions with me at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. That's thesaleslife, the number one, at gmail.com. And share the episode with others. And I'd really love your long time if you'd rate and leave a quick review of the show. This will help get the word out. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here next time on The Sales Life.